Damaged Goods Podcast. Smart stoner. I like breaking stereotypes. Yeah, tight. Yeah, but I know that feeling you're saying about, you know, you're being a little, uh, getting out of your comfort zone, your environment, your element, scary. I like that, but it's I do too. You know, because that's how you grow up. You grow up mad, like childlike, and down for adventure and searching and and excitement. Um, And then you just, I've, me personally, I can only speak for, but get so. I'm super mom, super house mom and wife, and like I'm like in a cage that's called home right now. So I'm kind of comfy there. So I need to. Yeah. I, it's time to break the inertia and get the fuck Every out. I mean, you hate it while you're about to start doing something that's that getting out of your comfort zone in the first half of it. But once you kind of hit that that mid part where you're getting over the hump, you're like, okay, I got this. This is yeah. all right. And then you, and then it's it's almost like a, a relief. Of course, because you're end, always mostly going to survive. Yeah, you know. it feels good. And then I, just, I don't know. I like. It. I mean, I was just telling my boy. I was in, telling you. Know, I was in Mexico this past weekend. The waves that were huge, like well beyond my skill or comfort level. But but uh-huh. like, uh, like all right, 15 feet waves, 12 feet Holy waves. So that's like you know shit. pro waves. And then on some of the smaller days, they still be like 10 or 12. It's which is a little bigger than I can handle. So yeah. I would watch. But when they dropped it a little bit, they were still scary. And I was telling my girl, I was like, I just kind of. I feel like a bitch right now. I just, but I don't want to go uh, out there. This is, I gotta be smart well, no, and humble. Gotta be smart. But then I, I, I just waited a little bit and I went out. I didn't go out in those big, big rooms, but I went out and uh, I was, I was out of my comfort zone. I was out, I wasn't out there alone, sure. but I wasn't, hadn't had any friends out there. I knew people yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went out and I, I caught like three waves in these nice. really big, scary conditions and I, I felt really good afterwards. Nice. Now they're like, now, you know, baby steps, but we got to, you know, sometimes we got to shake our. You do. You got to break up. the inertia. You well, have I mean, to. shit, like motherhood is like, that's fucking, uh, that's a parenthood is, is some comfort environment. I'm not, I mean, I'm in the non parenthood. Sure, yeah. Environment. But and you, that's comfort in itself. But you got two little bambinos, and that's got to been fucking pretty gnarly, scary getting into that. At first it was, yeah. I don't know. It scares the fuck out of me. It's fucking scary, yeah. Well, again, we didn't plan it, so it was like when it happened, you're like, well, you gotta do it. Like, what else are you gonna do? And then there's two of them, and we found that out quite far into the pregnancy. So then you're like, okay, well, everything the same time. Like, fucking military. I guess we're in the military now. We just make that (laughs) shit happen. It's either survive or fucking kill. Kill or be killed, so... Yeah, I, that's what the fuck. We, and the, that's the mentality. Literally, like we both like blacked out most of that shit because it was like, fucking go, go, to sleep, feed. It was like crazy. And see, so. like the, the twins thing, man. Like scared. Like, dude, God bless your vagina. Like, no disrespect, <laughs> but I mean, like, oh God, like I, I, the I, vagina I, was spared. That's like God. two, two kidney stones coming out of my urethra. It scares me. Like totally. the concept of my girl having to have them. I'm like, oh God, that's got to be rough one, and then another one, right? After I'm not yeah. trying to be graphic. I don't mean no, to. No, no, no. I'm just like. And yo, I actually got lucky. It scares um, me. With the C-section, I would. They were ready to come out of the wazoo, and then they were like, "Dude, it's been too long. Like they gotta come out." So they so cut they, them out. I was a C-section baby. Were you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My mother and then, uh, I was a big ass baby, dude. So her wazoo was spared too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I guess I mean, is, is your husband like yes on the low? I don't, so? I don't know. I don't know. I never asked him. I don't know. I don't I don't, know. You know, at that point you're so fucking gross and you're like yeah, you fucking, don't give a fuck, probably. Like, fucking shits hanging out everywhere. So you're like, <laughs> I'm. I, the last question <laughs> for me was like, bro, are you happy that my vagina's intact? You know, uh, <laughs> that very uh, intact motherly voice. 
uh, is my guest this week on Damaged Goods. Yeah. Los Angeles music artist Brevy. She's Thank a fucking homegirl, dude. She's got some wavy ass hair right now. You listeners gotta listen. You can't see it. You listen with it. Her hair looks great. Nice. You can probably actually hear the hair. Yeah, you can hear it. You'll see the picture in the description thing. Brevy is, is the shit. I met her. Thank um, you. She was on Rainy Real Show with Beans and myself. Beans and I. And uh, we had a great time. Beans introduced me to her. She's been cool. We've been trying to get this cracker for a while. So yeah. it's great. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, thank over. you for being here, dude. Yeah, Brevy's dope. Right. She's all over that new Cypress Hill album that's been fucking, um, I don't know, making the rounds. Like a lot of people I know that probably hadn't listened to Cypress Hill and in a while mm-hmm. we're like listening to that album and being like and I'm like yo I know that girl dude. she was on a radio show she's dope as shit and uh, they were like definitely that was probably a good I mean you, well you got you know all your other projects you've been on and your own shit but like that's probably no, that's I can only imagine a good look for you dude absolutely well it's yeah and they're, they're family so we've yeah, been working together peoples. for so many years and like for that to for that to manifest because you never know what's going to come out the surface you know like what's going to bubble up to the top after working so much you're just kind of in the studio with everyone and vibing and whatever makes its way to the surface does but it was ha- i was happy to see that that made its way to the surface and that that project was what it was like so. that project that was, was big for me it was dude i mean dude that project the, is pretty big because it was the first one they had in a while and 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 it, it, i think a lot of people were excited to hear them kind of come back together and do their thing because Muggs, Muggs has been doing his thing and mm, be reals had so much be real tv shit and stuff and then be like what three records he was on two tracks three tracks who? Are you on that? Oh, album? I got four. Uh, four. You're on four. I'm that's on fucking four dope, joints. Dude. It that's was funny. Was Biro was inter- introducing me uh, on his Biro TV show, and he was like, "Yeah, how many? You got like two or three tracks?" And I'm like, "Yeah, four. He's like, "He's paused. He was like, "That's that's a good percentage." Yeah, dude, that's a lot. <laughs> I that's, said, "Yeah." That's so a he good was look. even surprised. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, especially the fact that they'd never really collaborated with a female. Um, really? Before? Yeah, not, never. Come in to the think history. of it, dude. I can't really. Never in the history. No female I can't really think on, fits on the none of their records. Yeah, for for the you know, that vibe, you know. That's so good, I got really lucky that point. way too because uh, and for me that was a big win because I was like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, know, dude. Like, yes, queen. <laughs> I, I got the yes, queen on damage. Yes, yeah. bitch. Yeah, yeah, yes, bitch is more fun. Yes, bitch. Hell so yeah. yeah, it was cool. And Muggs is real particular, like I said. So I feel like, dude, I feel like we vibe oh, real hard. Now. Muggs cool. is like one of the dopest producers ever, and absolutely, I find producers at least the way I look at it. Producers seem more selective to me than rappers. Oh yeah, rappers no, not all, but rappers everything. just do songs with everybody ah. for a check. And like, there's a lot of producers that I, you know, I know about through the industry that won't even do records with other people unless they like the shit, no, no matter if there's money or not. It's very rare, I think, a producer reaches out. Yeah, and mugs like, can I? I, well, I already started it, so I'm going to say it. Right? So you're working on, you got some records with Mugs, too. I do. All right. I'm allowed to we, say that. I'm not going to get it. No, Terry, no, no. Is Terry going to have to edit that out? We have a band together. Yeah, uh, the Cross My Heart, Hope to Die. What? How come I didn't know about this? I don't know. But tell us, cool. tell us, every, tell everybody. Tell everybody. Uh, you tell Cross us. My Heart, Hope to Die is the name of the band, CMHHTD. And we did some videos. We did. We put out two EPs um, a while back. I think the first one I'm was an old man, so I don't know 2012. everything. 2012. That's all right, and I don't expect it. Um, 2012, I think was the first one, maybe 13 and then 14. And, um, yeah, those, those did well. We put two EPs out and then they ended up putting it together and making a full length album, um, off of Alpha Pup, put it out, Alpha Pup Records. So that, I mean, that kind of solidified us being the group and then, yeah. And then now we're, we're working on the second, the second coming of that. It's dope, dude. Yeah. I mean, was when you guys were doing the records with Cypress Hill, like, did they all like get together in the lab together? 
Yeah, or because you know how sometimes groups, especially like latter in their careers, maybe they can't all be there. They got different schedules, so people have Absolutely. to come and do their pieces. They're all there for that each other. We um, the the boys would come in and write. Sin and B would come in and write their verses and record at certain times. But I'd be there, you know. So I get, I got to be, you know, in the room when they were trying shit out and recording and and B had that fantastic pot. So it was a vibe, yeah, you know. Yeah. It was like he was he was blazing cool. when you were there, right? Yeah, that was a blaze Pre blazer project. hiatus. Yeah. That yeah. was a, that was the blaze project. I don't think you, could you be. I bet you can't get in the goddamn lab with them and not get high. Even if you wasn't smoking, you smoking. Yeah yeah. You'd be you'd be contacting but but it's not a it's not a prerequisite. Yeah, it's, oh, so they're not like motherfucker smoker or you, yeah. you can't be on or the record. Or get beat up. No, no. <laughs> but but when I was doing my stuff for the record, um, they weren't really around too much. That was kind of me and Muggs. Yeah, and that's cool because sometimes I think when the producer and the artist I like are just in there just zoning. Yeah. That's dope, man. Muggs yeah. is, is fucking great, dude. That's he dope. is, man. He's putting out some I just heard he right did some, pro he's got some production coming out on some, it's not out yet, but something that I wouldn't think he was doing a pre records on. Like, nice. I, I don't know what it was. I've also done a lot of acid back in the day. So I could be so fucking thinking differently, no, but uh, I swear someone was saying that he's got some shit coming out. I was like, "Whoa, that's a big look for him." Was it yeah. non hip hop thing? Interesting. Or not a not 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 an underground hip hop thing? Some mainstream thing that surprised Ooh. me, but in a good way. You know, yeah, that that might uh, be new to me way. too. I don't mm, know. Yeah, he has a whole bunch of stuff in his bag, and uh, he's been working a lot with the East Coast producers or rappers, which I love. Yeah, he's actually. From New York as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, you like East Coast? What do you think about the East Coast? Brevi oh. is a native Los Angeles, Angelino. Yeah, Angelino. right. That's how you say it. Sure. So yeah, in case I didn't say that before, you what do you, you like the East Coast? Uh, I don't mean necessarily the rapping shit. No, I mean, but I, I honestly, what's funny is I I work with the gang of the West Coast guys, and I would never say it probably to them in their faces. <laughs> but I'm an East Coast rap girl. Like yeah. I, uh, I grew up on all this. <laughs> OGC Helter Skelter was like what made oh. me want to rap. Back yeah, in the dude. day, oh, so man. I mean that stuff was like that's what I I could hear myself in the yeah, studio with the guys, dude. you know, like that was so real to me and like all that shit, the tribe called Quest and all just yeah. you know, but rock and rock those were like my super yeah. humans, those oh, were, and then even most deaf like just yeah. those guys were my fucking solidarity and then Wu Tang of course. Oh yeah, it's, you know I was like a little kid in, in like middle school and like Wu Tang was coming out and. Like there was girls we were hanging out with that were wearing like Wu wear hoodies and shit. Yeah, it was, oh, it was crazy. I see, dude, I was in Europe. Uh, in the fall, and I was in some clothing store, something like kind of like maybe the equivalent of like a, a, a Macy's, sure, right? Some European shit like that. And so I'm in the section where like you know they have like the, there's like the polo and the Ralph Lauren, they have Tommy and shit. Like a lot of the shit that was popular in the '90s is kind of coming back. Yeah, and they had fucking woo wear. That's wild. like a whole woo wear thing. Like That's a big wild. thing. I was like, God damn, dude. That's good that it was woo wear though, because then you get those other other which is like the targets and you find like the, oh. <laughs> the, the woo dad fucking shirts and you're like fucking hell yeah yeah that yeah, bugs yeah, me yeah. out a little bit made in china time totally i mean the woo wear ones might be waiting time on too who knows exactly. Riz, i don't know where you made the garments exactly. it doesn't matter i'm it not does, judging but if baby. it was woo wear then i would have picked it up <laughs> yeah dude i it's funny i don't really wear like t-shirts with like um writing on them anymore i don't let me rephrase this Jake the Snake doesn't pay for any shirts with writing on. There you go. But I get given a lot of shit in the music and clothes, and I will wear those. Yeah. But I don't. I don't like, like to wear to tons of shit event. on my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, no, I don't know no why. logos. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a big non-logo. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of like that. I dig. Yeah, you're like pretty like sleek and 
Yeah, I don't mess with too many logos. Yeah, yeah. I mean... The young boys, you know, the kids who like camp out on fucking Fairfax looking like they're waiting for bread in the soup line. Isn't like, that crazy? And it is. And they, so they, they, they couldn't have enough hearted. logos. They got too I many know. logos. They I sound old as shit right now. No. <laughs> you know what? We, it, it is what it is. I mean, I We sound realistic because yeah. we don't have too much time to just stand That's the thing, in a yeah, fucking man. line, bro. And, and then just get slapped with a logo. I didn't want to. Wait that long for no, anything? Just not, for, not for like a party or something. Like yeah. I'm waiting for some fucking fun to go have fun. Sure, yeah, yeah, go yeah. on a fucking ride. I mean, life. I might have to be starving. You might have to be giving out sandwiches and I'm starving. You know, like yeah, a, exactly. A, but exactly. Uh, I don't know. I I'll wait for that, Craig. It's always funny when I <clears throat> excuse me when I drive down Fairfax and shit. And I see it's that. It's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband actually has uh, art form this company, and, and we're always joking like we should just throw hats, especially when it's mad sunshine. Yeah. and they're all standing out there like. Man, if I had a food cart, I'd pull. Up, slang that's what I'm shit. saying. Fuck well it. If you could sell weed hand to hand, that'd be worth it. Exactly. Fuck, man. Exactly. Don't go sell weed hand to hand on the street. Don't listen to me. Damage because podcast is not Fairfax anymore. Yeah, yeah. That don't do that weak. either. We do not condone such activities. No. Because I, I don't. You know, I don't really shop. I'm a little uh, older. I maybe I would have wore some of those clothes from that. You know, that that kind of area. Uh, longer time ago, but I don't really shop over there now, right? Yeah. I shop at different places, but there's a real dope vintage sunglasses store Ooh. on that fucking strip, and nobody knows because none of the, it's not marketed to that demographic, enough, so yeah. nobody knows it's there. Sick. And I go in there, I get gems, dude. Ew, and uh, and it's funny because I have to like you know, walk through the line to get in the store. Yeah. I'll, I'll show, I gotta show you. I can't even. No, I will. I'll tell you off air. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, not I don't want to blow up the spot. Sorry, I don't. I don't even want to speak the name of this place, and it'd be nice to give them more business, but then it's gonna get flooded. No, that's how everything gets yeah. ruined. I'll tell you what off air. It's dope, man. Tight. But it's funny because it's like all these people around there, and I like they got good restaurants in that strip. So they I go do. Eat Have you tried the Nasa spot? Right oh yeah, there? yeah. Well, so Sweet Chick was in New York first, and I used That's to live in I New heard. York. My girl and I used to go in Brooklyn, and then we would do, went to the LA one a few times. And dope. there's a couple places over. Since on. we've been vegan, we didn't go. But oh, I knew yeah. it was there. I yeah. was like, ah, oh, that's a the spot. vegan thing. Yeah, man, that's that's good for you. It takes yeah, it. How do the kids like being vegan? They don't have it. They don't know no better, huh? They do know better. Well, they we know we grew up but with they, eggs. But and the kids have had like eggs. That. Okay. Um, so that's kind of the only thing they really like. Missed they don't know I what hear. meat sh- tastes like. They're they do. Chew- no, they do. They they do. We were they vegetarian, but you know, we let them do what they want oh. and kind of eat, unless it was like mad unhealthy. You know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Crazy like problems, but it was really to be vegan was their decision. It was That's really like cool. they were the forefronters to be like, "Yo, I don't think we should be doing that." And I was That's, like, "All right, time." So you kind of left it up to them to. Yeah. To make their own decision. What do you even f- say? Like, if you want, like, something, you know, little, like, oh, chocolate croissant probably has milk uh-huh. in it. Like, we'll, we'll fuck around and do that as long as it doesn't hurt them. So, what do you think made them kind of come to that choice on their own? What, what, in your parenting? Um, or in the parent, well, what, like, as kids, happen? obviously, it was the animal and how they were treated. So, it was that was there, was their Meaning motivation. What, oh, they didn't like how the animals animal were being industry, treated? Yeah, as far as like how, how the animals are treated and processed and. And done with the, you know, the whole food industry in America. And it's really America because that's all we know. You know what I mean? So they that was their motivation. For me, it was more of lightening your footstep, your footprint in the in the industry that does ratchet shit, you know, to yeah, food. Yeah, not and, contributing to the and, evils. And yeah, and it's, and it's uh, you know, as the more we looked into it, it was like more health issue for us. Because me and my husband are always like about healthy living. You know, he's doing yoga lately, like. There's like some crazy shit about just being like the best health yeah. capacity so we could literally take over and, and live for it. That's that's cool because I so. mean, I, I don't know what 
it's like parenting and shit, but I, I have health concerns uh, and I want to impose healthy living on my kids, but at the same time, I don't like forcing so much on them. So I think it's, it's, it's probably like surprised. an art to how you foster that form of thought in their heads. Yeah. And it's cool that like you, you and your husband didn't push it down their throats. No. And they came back it around. It was surprising to us actually that they were like so gung-ho about it. Because I know they love bacon. Like yeah. they'd always be like, bacon, no, no, no. But they were just, they were straight up done. They were That's, like, nope, we're good. I was vegetarian twice in my life for two periods, probably nice. for about a year each year, maybe two years the first time a year. My parents weren't, they had been vegetarians, I think in the 70s, but yeah. they weren't vegetarians at the time. First, second time, the second time I was in high school and I was like 16 or 17. I just didn't like eating the food, the meat, the school. And then I eventually started not, yeah. I just started it's staying away brand. from meat strangely. And uh, I was fine. I didn't need it. The first time, I was like 10, 11. Mm. Remember that show MacGyver? Yeah, I used course. to really like MacGyver a lot, man. That's Pretty smart tight. dude. You know what MacGyver was? MacGyver was a vegetarian. Uh-uh. And Jake the Snake was brainwashed by the programming that. of the show MacGyver, which was produced by Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Good show. Right. Yeah, all these little fun facts I'm shooting I out at you. I love that. I didn't know But uh, yeah, he was a vegetarian, and I, and I was like, man, that's a maybe that's a good fact. thing to do. He seems really smart. He can solve all his problems without guns, and he's a Swiss Army knife and bubble gum and shit. So <laughs> I just didn't eat meat for like two years. It was that's fucking so cool. That's so tight. Come I mean, I'm sure tight, I slipped up here and there. You know, I wasn't staunch about it. Um, but yo, yeah. it's all about lightening your footprint, man. Like, yeah. Honestly, for everything, for everything that's you know that's shitty for the planet and yeah. shitty for our our ecosystem and health, you know. Yeah, I mean, like shit. Like oh, you go to like other countries. Like I was just in Mexico and Europe, places where uh, they don't treat the food that same manner, and it's astonishing yeah. how the difference is here. And, and how much of an effect it has on you where you can eat some of the other things that are still not the healthiest thing for you, but in other places, they're not going to have such an impactful uh, change to your body. Right, you know? no, they're not going to have like shot up with hormones and all that shit that they do here just to make like more mass produced stuff. I actually went to Belize with a, with a band that I worked with, Crooked Trees, oh, and they flew me out to Belize for helping them with their album and getting Beautiful. on a couple tracks. We we're going to shoot some videos out there. That's where they're family was kind of based and it's like reggae real fresh like yeah cool I, reggae I can dig it I can so when we were out there for nine days last winter about this time i ate some chicken and some rice did just it, to the chicken the chicken why, why you can't eat rice what's wrong with rice no but chicken just uh, like that oh, was I the main dish was chicken, like chicken and, fuck and you rice up? no it didn't i didn't really i didn't like you know but it was like i tasted it and it was, it was great and i yeah, felt like it was like, yeah girl. but i felt like it was like another country and i literally you would see the fucking the, chickens the, 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 the that they would go fucking dude it tastes different it, it does in, different on your body work. yeah and you see it like you know i'm just down there watching dudes i know like caught the fish i know That's exactly where they caught that fish and they're chopping it up now, and now we're eating ceviche and shit. Exactly. You know? And not even like in, over there shooting yeah, it up. Yeah, shit. like, in, in, you know, in, in Europe, like a lot of the meat, like you didn't have to wonder about that in some places. Some countries they do play in it like that. In a perfect world, you wouldn't have to. <coughs> yeah, you know. You know? Yeah. In um, South Korea, it's probably like 12 years ago. I remember reading this because this fucking news story always interested me. And I'm mm -hmm. sorry, listeners, if I've said this on the podcast. Jake, you're repeating yourself. Yes. Yeah. I just find this to be interesting. I haven't heard it yet. Damn. There was riots in South Korea. Dude, these dudes were rioting in the motherfucking streets, burning cars, flipping out, because mm. there was talks of importing large amounts of uh, 
hormone raised, factory raised beef from America. Because in Korea, in South Korea, what they ate? Regular grass fed beef like you're supposed to. And they were so mad that they were going to have to get their beef switched up. They were like, fuck that. We're riding. And it didn't happen. Wow. It's crazy. They were riding. Yeah, man. I was, and you you never would hear that that story in, uh, you know, CNN or Fox News or MSNBC. Never, because our stuff's perfect. Yeah. No, I can't stand that. I wish we would raise that. I'd like to see a little more right. What's crazy is seeing all these teachers and these students in the streets. Have you been like rolling yeah, yeah, around yeah. All town? The, all the teachers. They've been a lot of teachers strikes this year in yeah. America in general. Yeah, but it's it's tight to see like them gathered around. Like there's tons. Yeah, tons. It's big. I mean, down the one downtown do is huge. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you, so your mother with kids, it because this is the I, okay. Let me preface this. I used to be a, believe it or fucking not, I used to be a kindergarten teacher a long time ago Shut and an after school teacher. This is like, man, when I'm 21, love that 22. So this is a long time ago. Um, so I, I have a lot of sympathy or more sympathy for the teachers than these people who pose them. Like, teachers really don't get paid shit. It's, no, it's uh, yeah, don't. you only work eight months a year. Well, no. first, and people, it's not, the days are long. You're there an hour before your kids, and you're there hours after. Absolutely. And it's, you still got to do work home. at home, Absolutely. and you have to pay for a lot of the supplies. You don't get paid well. You don't get respected by the, the parents usually are mad at you. The kids don't appreciate you till later. The, the institutions are often not on your side. Mm-hmm. And society says they don't care about you because you get paid like shit. Mm-hmm. So it's really not a, the it's easiest a job. Some cities maybe you make some money, but anyway, um, I see people bitching about mad at these teacher strikes and how man they do get paid enough. That's so disrespectful. How could they do that to the kids? This and that. But I'm like, what do the parents think? Because you obviously want the best for your kids, right? Absolutely. So like, I mean, when you see when you drive through downtown LA, and you see those big ass protests as a mother. Like, how do you feel? You, well, whose side are you on? Well. You know, and I have kind of a, a weird view because Burbank, I live in Burbank in, in California. And I, it's very, it's just like its own government. So yeah, we're not, so we're Los not. Los Angeles County, not, but not Los Angeles. Yeah, so we're not getting, we're not dealing with that right now. What if you were, hypothetically? But exactly, but I have many, many friends that are. Um, I'm for the students and the kids, man. I mean, I mean, and the, and the, and the teachers, man. First of all, like you said, they don't get paid shit. And it's a thankless job. Thankless. And, and honestly, like, they should be getting majority of you know the money that's going elsewhere for bullshit I think yeah. that that's terrible yeah so yeah I'm, I'm all for the teachers honestly i have a weird view of school anyways there was a point in time even beginning of this year that i wanted to homeschool my kids because mm. just the school system in general and you could probably hate me because you're no kindergarten no no, no dude listen i'm a former i quit <laughs> i quit to do music full time fuck all that nice but uh, uh but yeah I, I, the school system in general is is such bullshit i mean is, like it is. what they learn and what the the, the time they spend on shit that doesn't matter. And, yeah, and you know, they have so the, it, it you, get, you have to teach tests to these kids. Yeah. You know, there's all, a lot of shit. You know, and you it don't, goes you, back in the day to that, like, they're training from factory workers. Yeah, you know? and they're not training. Oh, man, someone said there's something really great about how schools, are, not just in America, but you're, most places, actually, they're shaped to teach you to be... Ah, to just, a follower. Yeah, well, that for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I, I, I the concept of homeschooling has always interested me because I, I'm very anti-establishment and, yeah, and I think too. I have the same uh, perspective you do. What what kept me, keeps my mind at least always thinking about it is like I want to make sure my children, so, this is a guy with no fucking kids, sorry. Bro, but I want to keep them socialized, them. right? No, I don't want really. them to not, because exactly. were, you, were, you, were you ever homeschooled or anything? No, no right. Way. And your kids haven't been yet, right? No. So, and neither no. have I, but I, I knew some kids when I was young that had been. And kind of socially Weird. Awkward. 
Yeah. And, and yeah, not yeah. that it was a bad thing. Like, I get it. The parents' no, yeah. intentions were great, but I don't think There's they were thinking of everything. how it's going to, because the parents weren't homeschooled. They think, oh, I had a bad time in school, so and I don't trust them in school systems now. Yeah. Let me put, and I get it, but it was a tough, like, even I even had kids in my school, my my, my elementary school and shit, they were like uh, Jehovah Witnesses, okay. right? And, and like, they were good kids and shit, but like, they couldn't, the kids couldn't do shit. Yeah, ain't going to no kids' birthdays parties. No. They can come to the playground, probably with it. Yeah, but they can't. They ain't going to the movies. They ain't going bowling. They ain't going to the camp. They ain't going. They ain't doing shit because yeah, they're not wild. allowed to. And even though they were still in the same school system as us and rode the bus, and all, they were still um, isolated and awkward. And they, their social interactions were limited. And I felt bad for these kids. Yeah, dude. no, but I mean, who am I to judge them? But no, but you know, <clears throat> when it comes down to you know human to human contact, <clears throat> it, you it, you can either notice it or not. You know, that's a that's yeah. a valid point. Yeah. So I mean. What do you think? Would you do it? Or would you put I the would boys? totally do it. I would totally do it, but it'd have, it'd have to be a balance. Like, we'd have to be out all the fucking time, like, meeting people, seeing, you know, because you have to just know what the adult world is like and, like, what kids are like. You know, you have to be, like you said, around people to be able to be socially adequate, you know. Like, I, when I was young, man, I didn't really like playing uh, team sports. You I didn't get along with that. people, and I don't do good with authority coaches. So I Same. skateboarding, music, art, drawing, graffiti, mm-hmm. all things I could do on my own. Yep. And then if it was things where I'm now forming a band or a group or I'm going to skate with these people, it's because I, me and these people, see eye to eye, right? Exactly. But the one thing I did, I did have to play some sports for a long time against my will. Um, <laughs> what sport? Uh, mostly baseball and basketball, a little hockey, but Tight. baseball mainly. Mm. But anyway, you didn't like it. I, I liked it actually in retrospect, but I didn't like it at the time because I had to do it, and I didn't of like course. it because I'm playing with these kids. Like I don't like this fucking kid. He lives oh, in my totally. he lives in my neighborhood, and where I, we go to school, but I don't. He's not my friend. He's I don't like this kid. fucking asshole coach. I'm also just I don't do good with authority. No, me but too. what I did I'm like that I I liked was that you know it taught me to work pe- with people, especially people I didn't like. Yeah. Now I think I valued that way later in life, not at the time. Always. But it, and that's the fear that like if I didn't have that, and I o- say I only did art and I in skateboarding and music, and I never experienced that. Where would I've learned to work with like because in the music industry when I got older now I've been working with fuck I had this publicist I really don't like this person oh it's the good person for this raider this yeah. manager this show promoter like I don't the really maneuver fuck. and I don't know where I would have learned those skills yeah and the patience because that ever absolutely would you ever think about that absolutely that's yeah that's why the balance would have to come in you know and what's crazy is to that point when they first started school we were having some issues with like the bullying and stuff like that because oh. they my kids are like fucking they're a little bit different they're just like fucking yeah. entertainers they're, they're funny they yeah, want to make yeah, sure just, everyone's laughing and shit. so the, the authority thing is like woo, fuck. <laughs> they're like okay so you're asking me to do what they'll give you like good five seconds worth of eye contact and then they're like back to whatever they're doing so a lot of they didn't like fly well with some of the kids so i was hearing these stories well, the kids or the teachers kids and the teachers but, you know, my kids are also short. They didn't have a fucking chance. My husband's shorter. I'm shorter. So, like, they're a head oh. smaller than everybody <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, and they're yeah. identical twins. So, they're, they're fucking oh. magnets for chaos, you <laughs> oh, know, and, yeah. for, and for fuckery. So, so these <laughs> magnets guys would... for fuckery. That sounds like a band name. Totally. Uh, so, they would be fucked with, dude. And I'd hear oh, these stories. Sucks. And I'd be like, you know what? That I mean, sucks. it wasn't bad. But it was that thin line to where it's like, okay, do I make them... Like fucking talk to them like adults and like make them deal with it and fi- and maneuver and figure out how to deal with assholes because the world's filled with, filled with them. Or do I uh, just let them you know be sheltered and let me do the fucking teaching, um, which I don't have time for, but I would, <laughs> but I would have. 
um, and then, you know, create our own little environment. But I don't think at the end of the day that that was the greatest idea because I think they do need to be pushed around and, and pushed back and, and figure out how to maneuver in the game. So I, so it's interesting you say that. I, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. And, and, and you're if, sorry for paraphrasing here, but yeah. it's like what you're basically kind of saying, and I, I agree with this a lot, is that like they need a little friction. They need a little struggle, a little adversity to teach them how to deal with, I hate using the word in the real world, but the, the, the greater world, like the shit that you are going to experience whether you like it or not and the shit you have no control over. Absolutely. Even the diversity of it. And like, yo, bullying sucks, dude. I, I, I was bullied when I'll I was really kid, young, bro. before I was too big. Yeah, dude, I would kill a kid. Oh I used to want to go back, when I got, because I got older, I got much bigger you got and big, much yeah. tougher. Yeah. Uh, and I, when I, fifth, sixth grade, I was, it was not like that. And yeah. I used to want to go, Kill somebody too. Totally. But, um, oh, I'm talking about now. Like I literally. Yeah, as a parent, I can. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pull up little fucker. School. Totally. But I mean, totally. I, I, you know, it definitely. I don't like it. It sucks for any kid to have to go through some shit that fucks with you, probably scars you. And I don't think I don't I want anyone to experience a level of bullying, but some levels of adversity of just like you said, dealing with people in situations that are not smooth and you don't like the people involved. Yeah. It teaches you how to deal with the real world because I think if it's too smooth in there and it's smooth, not just smooth a, because naturally smooth, but the, there's a, administrators or powers that be mm -hmm. sculpting something so smooth for you, but then, okay, here you go. You're free to go out the cage and now you go to this place that won't be like that and no, you're fucked. Super fucked. You're, you're expect, you're entitled. You're thinking, that, well, it should be like this. Give thing, me this. The, you said a good word, entitlement. That's another thing. That's all thing words that I, I say, like, baby. I was like, man. <laughs> Entitlement, that, that's like a huge one because my kids are fucking entitled to some extent because we do shit that most kids don't. Yeah. I take them to places like and interact with people that no other kids are doing yeah. in Burbank, you know? Um, and you'd think Burbank being this like artistic entertainment town, nah, it's like, meh. Not cultured, huh? It's so fucking yeah. run of the mill, like, hey, Carl, hey, Jen. <laughs> Carl! It's like fucking, I hate it. I fucking hate Carl. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, th these kids, you, you know, they're teaching them something that I can't. Yeah, and I'm sure you, as a mom, you don't want them, you know, what he wants to, like, we were talking about skateboarding and shit earlier, like, you don't want your, you know, your boys, your husband, or, you know, my, my girl wouldn't want our kid if was surfing to, like, get hurt, mm -hmm. but you want them to experience the experience as long as it goes well, but you never know if it's going to go well until you're out there. Not that you want to get bullied, but you need, you want a little something to You got to give it up to God you. at yeah. some point, yeah. I mean, dude, I just think about, like, the generation before me, like, my father's generation shit, and, dude, fuck that, my grandfather's generation, mm. like, he's from another country, mm. you know, like, mm. they must think, my, he, he was too from? sweet to ever say, uh, he was from Poland, he's dead now. Wow. But he's old, because he was old. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he would have to think this gener my generation was fucking pussies. Oh, bro. And then he, if he even saw the kids out now, he would die. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm There's saying? There's a lot of grave rolling I mean, going I, my on. My generation were pussies to my father, you know, yeah, to my exactly. uncles and shit. Think of pussies. Think yeah. I wonder if it's going to continue. But it's cyclical you know, like that. Right. You know, because when are we ever going to toughen the fuck up when yeah. the fucking world comes to a fucking battleground? I mean, it just shows you we're that everything does get better for each generation. And that's why we think the next generation is pussies. Like, I'm sure I'm going to look at some But is it better, really? Yeah, exactly. I mean, is it be better? Honest. That's true. That's is true. I mean, I don't want to walk uphill both ways with no shoes in the snow to school. Did <laughs> people ever really do that? There's like four people that that's did that. And hills. they just took their fucking story. Was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I bitch. know. I know. No, but I'm sure that happened. But yeah, some things are better. But 
I have a problem with it being a little too comfortable sometimes. Oh, dude, you know? same and here, that's girl. The whole thing, same man. fucking here, man. It's like, really, and you can't. I mean, if it becomes comfortable because of natural things and, and the, because sure, we make people smarter. better yeah. and smarter, that's good. Perfection. But when we're trying to like make it that way artificially, it don't sit right well with me, me for some neither. reason. Me neither. You know? Me neither. Because. I'm a fan of the man's man, dude. Like, you got to fucking you, like build. I listen, I don't want, I don't like anybody doing things that are foul and mean and malicious to people no. but i don't like like yeah I'm, I'm a masculine man but i'm a sensitive man yeah you know absolutely. what i'm saying but i'm very masculine and 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 it's not that uncommon but i don't like what happens when you demonize it you get these weirdo dudes wanting it with they they're misconstruing embracing their masculinity it makes them like hate women and become that asshole more yeah because they get defensive or, or the sensitive guy gets too sensitive and he's not a man's man. Exactly. And it's like we can't find any existence in the gray area. Exactly. And I don't like that. I don't mean you don't have to be like that. No, it doesn't. You know, and, and women, um, all the women I hang out with in a romantic fashion or even in a friend fashion appreciate a man's man. Absolutely. But, you know, so like, you know, but so don't, but it can't, you know, you don't have to have a shitty asshole masculine dude. There's dudes who aren't like that, but they're still masculine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, that was a, that was a personal take. No, <laughs> it's not personal because I, I agree. I agree like completely. The, the phrase toxic masculinity is like a very popular phrase right now. And I mean, I know what the, I know what it means. And it's because there's just a lot of assholes who are like, like you know, dickheads. I'm sure the guys at the jobs like saying inappropriate shit. See, I see that. Objectifying you. That's shitty. but It is shitty. But I see that even on the, the women's scale more. Oh, yeah. I think that that. Oh, dude. The oh, yeah. That, and I, I'm going to get super backlash probably from this, but. The masculinity of women is like crazy to me right now. Like it's becoming oh, like yeah, to where dude. they, the roles are like super yeah. blending, and I don't like that shit. I like my men You're to be men, and I like yeah, I am very traditional. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty old school. I like in some feeling regards. like a woman. I like feeling like yeah, you know, a man. And, and a if man. you if you want to be feeling like if you feel like you're some feeling like something else, that's fine. Yeah, you know? sure. But it's absolutely. usually not. I don't. I, what in my mind when you're describing that, it's usually not a woman who like feels like a man she still identifies as a feminine woman absolutely but is is adopting traditionally masculine traits without acknowledging it yes. not like a woman who feels like a man inside we're not talking about people no, with no, transgender no. No, uh, qualities about that, that. that yeah that's different but more like i know what you're talking about yeah you know like, and you know. and like I, I have like a female friend of mine right she's dope she's a pretty girl and she's pretty assertive she's pretty boss like and 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 what she tends to do with her men in her romantic life is like boss up a little too much on him and, and, and she likes there's part of her likes and this is a psychological thing that, mm. you know a lot of people carry this trait she likes being in control whether it's in the workplace or maybe with her group of friends and stuff and sometimes that trickles into the romantic realm and bossing up on a dude a little bit not not knowing it and then sometimes this guy might not be the most masculine so she's already emasculating him a little bit mm. and then kind of walking all over him and then yet being frustrated that he's not but then wanting it because she likes power and and it's strange yeah you know? no I, it's, that uh, seems like soul searching shit to me like yeah like, my whole thing is balance like i there's not a conversation that that my husband and i don't have that's not about all right how do we balance the shit how do we make this shit better how do we better our lives like how do we better our situation it's all in the up and up and it's all about balance that's yeah, the man. fucking that's mine that's like i just feel like it lacks like just going back to what we were saying about uh, you know masculinity or being this or th like or error way to do things like we don't need to be extremely bullying rough in the spots but it can't be all super smooth like balance just motherfuckers have a hard time i have a hard time with balance with with 
substances or sleep patterns and shit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It ain't easy. I get no, it. No, it's we, not. We struggle it's with not. balance as humans. It's not. It's, we sure do. Fucking and that's such a it's such a staple that we need. So. Imbalance, dude. Mm -hmm. New imbalances on my feet. I mean, <laughs> shit, man. Uh, it's weird because, like, uh, I don't know, like, I, I don't, yeah, moderation has never been my strong suit. And, um, you said relationship? No, moderation. Or relationships. Oh, moderation. Depends who you ask. <laughs> I didn't know where we were going. far off. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you like, I go, yeah. I'm pretty extreme. I'm a, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a wild, I'm an intense person, as I've been told by many ex-girlfriends and friends of mine. Huh. Um, Don't but, let them shake you <laughs> No, no, I, I, no I'm, I'm just kidding. I, but you know what? I own it. I know I am. No, but, but you so know, even, yeah. But sometimes, so sometimes I am extreme, so sometimes I'm doing something real hard and then I'm not doing it at all. Yeah. And so I, I, I you know, See, I try to find balance within my human. in my world too, you know? Yeah, that's human. It but, takes a lot. Yeah, but if you take anything, balance is, is saved my life straight up. Like, we all, it's all cyclical. We all go up and down and just know that it's going to keep on coming yeah. like that. So you just yeah. got to. I like, you got a, like a nice positive vibe about you. Your energy is Thank cool. you. Dig, I dig it. I remember the first time I met you in the, at the at Dash Radio in the station. And I, I felt that. I, I, usually with people with that kind of vibe, I find it right off the rip, man. Tight. I, uh, I mean, I have a good friend of mine. We were on the phone today. He's a gentleman who brought me into ayahuasca ceremonies a few years Sick. ago when I was like in a dark, dark place. Basically saved my I life. do that. Are you off shit? I'm, I'm going to one of the this real special uh, ceremony next Sunday, man. I've gone, I've been about like 22 in the last like four what? years. Yeah. the fuck? <laughs> my good friend is a shaman. In, uh, he's, he's like a, with a, he's like a padrino or a fardado and like a, a santo dime. He's awesome. He's a kid I grew up with in Boston. He lives in Puerto Rico now. And he's he's the man. And, and he, he, he showed me Something so beautiful when I was I couldn't see anything nice, and uh, wow. so you know we he called me today and, we're, and I I was woke up really feeling good today and some weird for no reason maybe because I've been food poisoning for the yeah, last four days shit and puking my life out but totally I wasn't feeling like reborn yeah, reborn this food in my belly straight up wasn't sweating and dying but uh and he just called me out of nowhere and he's like in this and, and I was thinking about going to the ceremony next week and he called me from Puerto Rico just randomly just to talk about all this other good stuff and he's such he's got an energy like yours and nice. it was just randomly hit me up. But yeah, I'm going to this real big one next yeah. Sunday. And it's this dude, this Brazilian dude is, is flying in. And I went to one that he did before. Um, the, the church I go to is based out of Brazil. So got it's like, it. the, it's, it's like uh, what'd you say? Got it. Oh, got it, yeah. Um, it's all in Portuguese and shit. And this dude came once before and it was the best ceremony I'd ever had, except for the first mm -hmm. couple I did with my boy. And he was such a fucking ill dude. And um, there's a point where you're like, you've you've already drank in maybe your second round, and you're kind of doing like a meditation, right? It's quiet. There's no music at this point. We're all sitting down. You kind of eyes closed, just like you know, focusing. In, it's like a, what they call a, like people would call a guided meditation. But yeah. you've drank ayahuasca, sure, so he's exactly. talking. But like this dude, you're the like way this guy would talk about, it, I've never had it. Is, it like he, what he's saying, you're like visualizing it. It's manifesting, and like Sick. you could. Feel it happening already, even though it hasn't happened. He's a very powerful, dude. Oh, he's so meant to be doing that. Then this dude, I mean, he's an older gentleman. He's been doing this probably since his child, and like, so I'm psyched to go next Sunday, and I'm, I'm scared at the same time. Well, aren't you always though? You Isn't know, sometimes I'm not, but usually I am. Most of the time, I, I am. I think it's healthy to be both. Yeah, and this know, goes back to what bit. we were talking about earlier: breaking out your comfort zone. Straight up. And I was, I was like, man, nah, I'm good, but mm. I was like, no, nah, I, I haven't gone in maybe six months, right? Dude, hey, let's talk to me after this. I, I will. You know, I can I can explain everything, and if you're interested, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Change your life, fucking. That's what I hear. Change my That's life. Save hear. my life. That's what I hear. And you know, honestly, like with the whole motherhood and like and wifehood, it being it a beautiful thing. I've been there for so long. Yeah. I think it's like 
I need to find myself a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. more probably, because I've been kind of yourself has probably been involved in them too, right? In the, in the yeah, children, it's all and about the, them, and in, and or in the concept them. of the family as a whole, probably not as it's, much about brevi. No, right? there's no brevi. I'm the last on the totem pole, so like Aww. this is like yeah. So like this is like. It's and it's been a long time. My husband sees it too. He's yeah. always like, "Man, you should get away on a vacation." That sounds like a cool cat. He's super. Ugh, you guys would talk for fucking nine Dude, days. Dude, man, I'm so glad. I, I love that. him. Yeah, I'd love to meet him. Yeah, no, especially skateboarding. Yeah, but um, nerd out for a while. But back to the ayahuasca. So anyway, I'm I'm due for something that flips me the fuck out and, yeah. and ready. It does. Um, It'll and, fucking do that. <laughs> and uh, I hear there's like these shaman that are like, there's not. There can't be a lot of them. But there's like a, a retreat, I think, in North Dakota or something every year um, you, that they have people fly the fuck out yeah, to they, this little tiny. So where do. do you do it out So, I here? mean, there's different there's different ways these ceremonies and stuff go down. But like you got to be like the only one. The right? only ones I've gone to is, is done in a certain manner through like the Santo Daimi. And that's more of an organized church form of it. There's a couple of those. And since they're recognized as religions within America, you can, if you're part of this, you can legally administer. Like, my boy can have this. Whereas you can't have this if you you and I couldn't have this. Legal, oh. Legally speaking, like in our possession, we can go to a ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can fucking get it shipped to him. And yes. He can fly to Hawaii with like it. Fucking, yeah, so, sure. and, and, and people who are part of those organized religions, there's people that go down to like other parts of like Central and South America and, and do them and... Yeah. Yeah. They're not necessarily the same structure, so I don't, I can't speak to how their ceremonies run, but I would imagine they're similar in some regards. You, you know, in nature is the way they're done down there. That's I've done some I in think. nature, in some place. So the church that I, I really only have it to compare it to mushrooms because I've done um, mushrooms, but I'll mushrooms think, are great. This, there's nothing I can say like, that is like it's the, it. my boy told me that beforehand because I've done every other hallucinogen. I was like, is it like peyote, mushrooms, yeah, gel exactly. tap? He's like, I sound there's nothing like I can tell you, bro. Sure. That's yeah. gonna experience you for this. You're just, it's just gonna change you. But so this you is, have no like need for nature well it, it's be, it's awesome but you can't so they have like different churches all in the u.s usually in every major city and in new york they would do these ones in new york city they would take sometimes upstate new york and that way yeah. you do the nature and i've done it in puerto rico like that wow. but in la like i go into panga canyon so we're but yes. we're inside so because you, you can't really be in nature if unless it's like just you guys Sure. This is the thing. You don't want anybody who's not in, involved Part in this to it. be around because no, no, it could no. disrupt you. Yeah. And they're not going to know what's going on and they could something bad could happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, so we, and it's also loud. Like the it's ones I go to, there's a lot of music. A lot of music. So it can be very loud. So you can't, Ooh. you know, you do it outside in someone's yard over here. The neighbors are going to be fucking pissed. Wow. And there's a lot, you know, you might laugh, you might scream, course, you might cry. Yeah. Lots no, of music. you have to feel safe and, and secure. Yeah. So we go in this big, like the place I go to here, like, we used to go to this one in New York City where it was like they rented a yoga studio out on the fifth floor of an apartment in Manhattan. So it's not the greatest space, but no. it's still indoors and it's New York City. What are you going to do? Sure. But in here, we got this great place they go to. It's very big and, you know, there's a lot of dudes with guitars and drums and these and it's indoors. shakers. Yeah, it's indoors. But there's like, out, we have a lot of periods of breaks where we go outside. You might, you know, dudes might smoke a little weed, uh -huh. get a little fresh air, come back in. But it's inside, so it's safe. No neighbors getting mad. Nobody's yeah. walking up no, on you. We have freedom. And it's chill. It's awesome. And dope. then afterward, everyone kind of feasts. Oh, we're talking about this. Oh, dude, we could build on it all day. We dude. Well, I, I'd love this. to love to like plug you with it if you're you interested. Plug it in. There's another church in uh, Redondo. Those are the two closest ones, LA. Redondo and and do you Topanga. mind if I ask what Please church ask. it is? Like, it's called the Santo Daimi. Santo Daimi. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't necessarily adhere to the, the that is my well, religion. Well, church is a church, is a church yeah. yeah. but I mean, I have my spiritual 
please. Yeah. And I, that's, that's the one I go down to, anyways. you know, but I'll step into, a, st- I was raised Catholic. I'll step into a Catholic church. I'll step into a mosque, a fucking synagogue and be fine. Yeah. But this is, so they have their structure, but they don't impose, they're not like pushing it on you. Like, sure. you got to be down it's with like this. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not like that at all, dude. It's pretty chill. And there's a couple, there's another one that's like this also based out of Brazil. I don't forget the name. And then I'm, and those are the ones in the U.S. that are like legally uh, recognized as churches. Wow. And then there's the ones that you have to fly to South America with. Those things aren't churches per se. They're run by just shaman. Like I don't know what the proper word is. One-off shamans sure. or something. And those ones are cool. But sometimes there's also reports of some of those dudes like rip, doing rip-offs. Oh, like totally. Like ripping people off. I can imagine that's a huge thing. And like I've experienced even at different ceremonies, the quality of the of the, of the the ayahuasca, the daimi, the way it's brewed is, is really important how much of an effect you're going to have. And there's different yeah. kinds of made so you know a reputable source is important and so yes, I, I, grew up, I grew up with this kid I, he was the first time I went it was just me and him for three Sick. times so I trust him and then he connected me with these other gentlemen in New York and LA and you know and so he essentially vouching for me and I know I can trust these people yeah. and they're sweet great people beautiful well that's fantastic those are hard to come by these days fucking rare girl hello yeah. <laughs> especially in the music I mean you know, in the music or in art businesses in general whether it's film or whatever it's filled with not so great people. Yeah, no, I had a, I had a bout with like a, a major label uh, signing, um, and it wasn't until a little later in my life. So I was like, I felt like I was ready. I was like, yeah, yeah, this seems like the natural progression. I was rapping my ass off, and then I got recognized, and I was kind of rap. My style has always been like rap singing. Yeah, Even which I, I love like your style. MCing, thank you. Even when I was MCing, it was like rap singing. It was kind of like a West Coast styles. For or most deaf had that as yeah. well. Like you just have that uh, that thing in you. So I was doing that for a while, and and I got recognized and and picked up pretty quick by a major, and um, Universal Republic. It was like the fucking hey. in the street. It'd be like, oh yeah, so and so signed me to this, and everyone would be like, what? Her to that? Holy shit! So I didn't even know kind of the circle I was around in, but but I was caught up in it. And honestly, when I started getting wind of how it was going down and the people that they were. I fucking, I got out. I was like, nope, I'll pay the legal fees. Get me the fuck out of this. So yeah. it was like a literal year of figuring Battles. people out. Well, just like just figuring oh, people oh. out and, and maneuvering like, oh, you guys are not the greatest people. Like, nah, I mean, you're not it, in it for the fucking love of music, bro. So it attracts so a lot of the wrong off, people. Yeah. And I think it turns otherwise good people foul. Absolutely. You, you know, see more of that than anything. Yeah, and it sucks because... people can be good, but then they have a, a different dark it, side. It, it, it ruins, like, I think, it ruined mine. Like, you know, for good people like yourself, it can ruin your passion for it a little bit. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know. and I think I burnt my only bridge because of that. Um, uh, again, I'm not... No, nothing that I'd want to walk back on, but... Um, but yeah, I never was really like um, deliberately closing a door. And that was one that I was like, I'm going to fucking slam this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. Don't ever call me again. Fuck yeah. So that, There's that something liberating like, in those moments, though, right? No, and it was, it was well, it had to happen. You know? It's like gangrene. It's like cutting off a rotted foot. Straight up. Like, get off. You yeah, know? Now you don't got that foot, but at least you don't have that fucking rotted foot. Exactly. I don't know if that's the best analogy. I, I liked it. With. I liked it. Good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? A lot of artists now, wouldn't know, have done that. Exactly. Well, that takes a lot of balls, a lot of ovaries. That takes a lot of whatever. It takes a dude. lot of, yeah, a lot of vagina. <laughs> um, I might name the episode this. I'm sorry. Bro. <laughs> I'm going to have my engineer cut that up. That was a great fucking audio clip. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, but still, like, I was already, like, 
in with my people, you know, like the exhibits and the freaking, yeah, the, you know. I'd already had that, my relationship yeah. with, with the, the real And that's ones. what really matters. That was what really mattered. Even Dre. Like, I met Dre after I was signed, and I was like, and, and had gone out. That's you know, and so that was that was exciting for me to just be known in your hood with the the top dogs yeah. and not be more, like ushered in yeah, by more the respect. idiots. And I think to artists, you most of the time that's what real artists value more anyway. Like yeah. you know, like it was that's all what, about the respect. Yeah. That's yeah. what we always want more than I mean, money's cool and, and, and like the, the validation from these bigger labels or entities or corporations mm. or companies, but that they then those are the fucking hollow people and yeah they're 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 they look at you as disposable and yeah not to be respected by people that you respect is is highly mm. is, it's invaluable it's a, it is it's it's a high hell yeah dude yeah. hell yeah girl yeah i love that i love stories like that it makes yeah. me happy me too me too those are like uh you don't come by what do you call those triumph stories god i'm blanking out today it's because of the food poisoning i don't have any nutrients <laughs> in my body my brain ain't working yeah, those are like the, the, the happy stories me. what are they fucking it's not i'm it's not happy stories <laughs> heroes war jesus christ Let's just call it a fairy tale fairy tale yeah so <laughs> i like that because it never it never happens but it does yeah. happen. You know what's going to happen? You, you're drinking all this fucking coffee right now at 8 at night. you about to go home. Those little boys think they're going to, oh, we're going to go fuck up mom with all our energy. She yeah. went, nope, fuck you guys. Boom, mom's got all this energy. What's That's up? Funny. Who wants Tell to read me. five books? This coffee's mad good. It is, dude. That shit is delicious. It is. It's delicious. Thank you for that. What do you do? You read to the kids at night? That's my husband. My oh, husband, nice. every night they read. That's and, awesome. um, you know, they started getting into hip. I was like, I'd stick around, you know, on occasion and like read a couple of paragraphs. And then they get into Harry Potter and no disrespect, but I was like, who <laughs> has time for this <laughs> shit, bro? Like, so they started from literally book one. I'm like, bye. So that's my husband's um, yeah. thing. Every night they read, though, before they go to bed. That's, God damn, you guys are good parents. Dude. We fucking do it, man. We consider ourselves elite. I think it's important, man. It is. I think it's important, like reading and just getting your kids hip to reading. Not not just to not be intimidated to read. Yeah. You know, because I I know grown ups my age intimidated to read. Not even really? pick up a book. Sometimes like, oh, to read that article online. It's fucking right on your phone, bro. Totally. No, it's very. Jesus. And I Dude, heard something read on the now. other day, uh, just in a store shopping or whatever, browsing. Just tell him, I'm like getting my own back. I was just browsing, babe. I wasn't shopping. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was in this store and the radio was on. And this guy, they were asking like grown men to spell these words. Like oh, well, fucking tomorrow, fucking sentence, that type of shit. They couldn't fucking spend, spell the words. And these are grown. They're like, ah, next, next. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like having a heart attack in the there store. Like, words too. I'm like, holy shit. This is like what's yeah. happening right now. Like, I, I, I blame some of that on fucking technology. Auto text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Auto correct. Yeah, I remember they were little. They used to make you take spelling in class. And so now, now we have a spelling check. I make they my kids to, handwrite, bro. Dude, I mean, my handwriting looks like the goddamn hieroglyphics on the pyramids. It is terrible. Oh, I was going to say, is that good? <laughs> I mean, it's, well, ain't no one stealing any of my notes. <laughs> You'd steal a moleskin from me? You can't get a goddamn thing. You need like five police people to decipher the coding on that. But I mean, remember they had um, uh, penmanship classes where you had to write yeah. in cursive? Yeah. I'm a huge cursive fan. The only thing I can write in cursive is my name. 
barely. Hey, barely. You passed. But I mean, like, but it's because you never, I learned it for fucking whatever, elementary school, get out of elementary school, and oh, no one uses cursive no more. Now you have to learn how to type on the computer, Mm -hmm. how to learn that thing. I make my kids fucking write in cursive. It's pretty impressive, damn. You're an old school mother. Uh, If I have a kid, can you babysit? Absolutely. (laughs) As long as as I could give them back at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Yo, you can discipline them too, man. You can go upside the the back of their butt, not their head. I only am I going to hit them in the head. I would never. JK, I I don't even have a kid. I'm not hitting my kids. Well, I will say they they get checked. Oh, dude, I'm checking the shit. Shit That's out what of I'm saying. Kids. Like the back of the head, a little oh, swag. Like oh, you you getting checked? Shit. Don't yeah. worry about it. I want to. I, I want to. They still gotta know. Instill a, the fear of God, and exactly. so all I gotta do is look you at you. Fear, well, this is the fear of mom in my case. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Way, dude. Yeah, dude. My father used to scare the shit. I mean, he. I was terrified of him. Really scared of oh, me. Oh, well, that's not good. He's either. well, yeah. He, it was a little much, but <laughs> but I mean, uh, like I, you know, I. I it's, Better than me running wild. Absolutely. You know, and like, it probably you know, saved you from doing a bunch of dumb mm-hmm. shit. I mean, a little bit, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, just Percentage? in front of him. No, no, he he did crazy shit too. He wasn't like a by the rules well, guy. No, no, I was just scared thing. around him to do things bad, like in the house. <laughs> like I would still go out and do wild things. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, you know, I I didn't, you know, I was respectful in the house. I, I, I it's not like I was going to disrespect my grandmother or my mother or something like that. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, and I, it'd be good. I I, I got faith in my girl would be a good mom. Like definitely. Fantastic. Check the kids, spank them with a chunklate there or something like that. Yeah, and throw chunkla. Yeah, for sure. like a goddamn ninja star. Totally. Yeah. totally. You know. I like the Spanish. Uh, my husband's Mexican, so oh, I, right. I relate a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My He's girl's uh, Dominican. Fantastic. Yeah, a lot of plantains in the house. We have a bunch on top of the fridge. Nice. Yeah. The guy at the grocery store is like, oh, he fried up some plantains. And although my girl, I, I can cook plantains, but. She always prefers to, so I let her. She didn't like let her do her thing. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I handle that. It's we split the, the cooking duties half and Tight. half usually. Well, Very lately good. it seems a little 70-30, baby. If you're listening, <laughs> she doesn't listen. So, uh, yeah, I've been holding it down, but uh, you know, um, I'm gonna let her get back in the kitchen a little more. Man, I just I like cooking. I have fun doing it. Baby. Yeah, cooking's therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know, since fun. we uh, became vegan, too, it's like rediscovering food. So yeah, because like, you got to learn some new cool recipes, right? Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But it's dope. Like oh, the it's replacements fun. and the shit, and, the, and the, you realize how much seasoning is it like. You can literally take out the meat, and if something tastes like meat, you just fucking season it just like the meat. It's like the same thing. Yeah, so seasoning is the important thing. I have a thing. great vegetarian cookbook I'm going to show you when we get off Ooh, air. It's yum. so dope. My boy, he ain't a vegetarian either, and, and me and him both appreciate food, but we just like eating it. It just can, shows you all these sick things to cook, because some people get scared of like, salads are boring, or, yeah. yo, bro, my salads are off the fucking hook, Meat, dude. oh, like, And like, vegetal things. And that's, yo, yeah. you people just don't know. They don't no, know. No, yeah, the best question, what do you eat? What do you fucking eat? If you're what a don't vegan? I eat? Exactly, well, yeah. fucking food. And I'm not a vegan. I still like my seafood and but my poultry. But I like that. I like shit, that but... even that you're a meat eater. Like you, you venture yeah. in. There I'll do cause... days or mo- I mean shit. Today's the first day I had meat since Sunday. And you had you just jump right back in. Well, I, I just I did I know I I took like I mean I I went chill for days, but oh, I didn't God. have much meat. It was just a little chicken salad on a sandwich. Oh yeah yeah. Um, just something I mean, a little chill, but Mellow. you know yeah. But I've had like veggies for breakfast and. Yesterday, the last couple of days, just been veggies, yeah. fruit, the right veggies and fruit for my stomach, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like chicken broth, like like, f- but I couldn't have like textured chicken per Straight se. Straight up, yeah. You know? No, that's, that's. I needed some protein because I felt like fucking five year old beat me up. No but kidding. But I just couldn't hold nothing in, dude. It was brutal. Poor but, thing. Yeah, I know. Bring my my track. fucking asshole felt probably like your vagina after having twins. Yeah.